0: Did you know that God really only has one law? So many religious factions have different instructions, rules, and regulations. But the only law that really matters is love. God's Only Law with host Bill Cohen shares that one true law. Here's Bill. This love story is built on God's law of love, which we have been rebelling against for thousands of years. What is more important, our pride or God's selfless love? God's love is selfless, and those who love as God does will always put the happiness of others before their own happiness. Because God loves us, he wants us to experience his peace and joy, which exceeds our wildest idea of happiness. He knows nothing can make us more joyful than abiding in his love, so he tells us in Luke. And it came to pass, while he blessed them, he was parted from them and carried up into heaven, and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. So he draws us with his loving-kindness in Jeremiah. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore with loving-kindness have I drawn thee. And he asks us to reflect his love to draw others to him in Acts. For so hath the Lord commanded us, by saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. He has already demonstrated his desire to live with us by walking with us in the garden in Genesis. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden of, in the cool of the day. And again when Jesus came himself to live with us in Matthew. For whosoever shall do the will of my Father which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother, And finally, in Revelation, He promises us an eternity with Him. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and He will dwell with them, and they shall be His people, and God Himself shall be with them, and be their God. Only the humble will be drawn to God and draw others to His light by reflecting it. It is our willingness to humble ourselves which opens our hearts and draws us to Him. So in John He tells us, No man can come unto me, except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up on the last day. If we are prideful, our hearts harden, we disdain humility, and we will not surrender to God's law of love. Instead, we will think our way is better, which only confirms what he told us in Proverbs. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. God does not force us to follow him, he allows each of us to exercise the free will He has given us. He lets us live this life any way we want. Still, He continues to offer us His love and eternity until the day we die. Then He will respect our final decision, for we cannot expect Him to allow us to bring the chaos and cruelty of this world into the next. When we pretend our strength is sufficient, we cannot be humble enough to allow His strength to be perfected in our weakness, as He told us in Second Corinthians. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. This is one of the ways our pride keeps us from him. The key is living within his plan for our lives, which in John he calls abiding. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. When we abide in His love, we will not ask God for something that opposes His nature. Therefore, we will receive what we ask for in this life or the next. This is possible because we are no longer fighting against God's plan. However, if we ask for something that does not fit into His plan, He will say no. We must accept that there will be things in this life we want which we will not receive, including that we must always be willing to accept the Father's answer, as as Jesus demonstrated in Mark. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what thou wilt. Jesus' response shows us he believes the Father has seen the future and knows what is best for us. And so we learn in Romans, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. The faith created by this attitude leads us to love as Jesus loves. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. He does not ask us to do what he is unwilling to do. We can only be fit for eternity when we fully love him. He knows we cannot divide our love between him and anyone or anything else. For then, we would not be drawn to him in eternity, as we learn in Matthew. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold on to one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. It is a matter of priorities, and when we put God first, everything else falls into place. However, once we decide to follow him, we cannot look back. And Jesus said unto him, No man, having put his hand at the plow, and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. God asks us to burn the ships, as Hernan Cortes did when he arrived in the New World in 1519. Cortez sent a clear message to his men, there is no turning back as God does to us. We keep trying to deny his existence in the face of the fact that the more we learn about his creation, the more we discover we do not know, like gravity and DNA. Trying to use science to deny the existence of God testifies to the fact we are ignoring the proof he has already placed before us. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood By the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Only God could create the billions of galaxies in space and the trillions of amazing diverse cells in the human body, which work together perfectly to allow the body to perform its purpose. It is our pride that keeps us from reasoning with God, from choosing Jesus, and it leads us to pretend we are God's, which is impossible, for he has no equal. I am the Lord, and there is none else there is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast not known me. And every evil we witness in this life could have been prevented if everyone had followed God's law of love, which is what will happen in heaven. This further demonstrates that all things are possible with God when we abide in him, as he told us in Matthew. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. For when we are abiding in his love, we become humble and focus on the needs of others. Which leads us to his selfless love, instead of allowing our pride to lead us away from him. Next week, we will continue this love story by considering what God tells us about reasoning with him. Don't be shy. God wants us to test every part of his story. For he is not looking for lukewarm followers. Only truth seekers who are looking for his perfect love. Comments? Opposing opinions and suggestions for future topics are all welcome to send me an email, bill at reasoningwithgod.com. May the blessing of God overwhelm you this week.